we've asked people to share their faith stories if they've had moments of doubts where they had crisis some crisis or they left their faith and returned to it or stopped believing at all we were looking for any absolute answers we just wanted to create a space where people could openly tell their stories and so this episode is longer than usual because we thought faith is such a sensitive topic that would require more time to get into i feel like i'm floating through existence i feel like i'm living after time i feel like i'm forced to break the silence is that a crime is that a crime to speak on faith or any other topic for that matter necessitates some amount of definition of terms and metaphors or situation in some sort of context so um faith the most useful or the definition that i will read because i can is one by alan watts and it was in an article on brain pickings and then it goes thusly faith is an unreserved opening of the mind to the truth whatever it may turn out to be faith has no preconceptions it is a plunge into the unknown this is how <laughs> i would this is this would be my cop out like what i will say on faith it's something that i read and resonate with on some level so but then this has nothing to do with what I believe on religion. Entirely different conversation. Um, yes. In my opinion, if there's a God, they'd have to be very, very amoral. Like, they give no fucks whatsoever because a lot of the stuff that happens really makes no sense. Uh, when you look at the messianic type of teachings that you get you know, and they say things like if you do not accept the teachings of you know that particular creed then you're going to hell and the question i always ask is if you didn't happen to be born in the part of the world where said messianic creed was popular uh would you go to hell anyway you know or would you be doomed to eternal damnation it makes no sense if it, it feels like i think that if there was some cosmic you know being i think that that's what actually is is like cosmic being and they're playing this uh cosmic game of chess with the whole of creation and humanity is just one of those chess pieces in my opinion um, if they had any sort of morality whatsoever, all the bad things that happen will not happen because they'd be powerful enough to fix shit, but they clearly have not. I feel like we're all following shadows And shadows that don't know where to go I feel um, being coming from a Muslim background and being in an environment that predominantly 
around Christians, since I tend to be the Christian, um, the Muslim, the talking Muslim friend among my friends, I always tend to have doubts about my religion and the authenticity of it, especially with what goes on in the world. But I think what I came to the compromise I had with myself is that it's more important to be a good person first, a good human, and then I believe that to an extent religion is man-made and it is necessary as everyone needs to believe in something, something greater than themselves. So I believe that being a good human first, then religion is just a pathway to which you communicate with it's who you believe is the is superior being, be it Jesus, be it God, be it Allah, be it um, Buddha, be it whoever, be it, whoever it is. So that's my take on faith. I was born into a devout Christian home, so and my parents are preachers. And you know, if you you live in the same house as people who preach, you see them outside and you see them at home. And for me, because their relationship wasn't exactly. Um, beautiful he was um he was uh it was early on that i started to see how you know there's this faith and there's there's what we believe about god but then there's human beings you know and there's people and a lot of times the way that faith is acted out or the application of faith is influenced by our own motives or our own selves or you know, and so for 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 a long time, I I, I just I thought you know Christianity was all just escapism or a form of it, where people will not face life head on. And you know, more recently, you know, over the past couple of years, I've had cause to question, especially the practice of faith in Nigeria, um, and things that are done. You know how necessary they are, how true they are, how right they are. You know whether there's any basis for all of this in the first place, you know. But what it has made me do, or what it has gotten me to do, is that um, I've had to go after. I've had to go after knowledge. I've had to seek things out. I've had to read a lot. I've had to have conversations. I've had to, you know, travel, visit other places, see how things are done there, and I, I think it just makes you start to see things differently. Well, faith. I've actually pretty recently been like, you know, I was examining the whole Christianity thing and trying to really understand it for myself. There's a lot of it that I still don't quite get. And there's a lot of it that I don't know, My I suppose my logical brain is arguing with. Uh, I find that talking with people helps sometimes when I can't really um, resolve something. I talk with some of my friends and it, it helps but i'm reading up on other religions to you know see what the differences are and what i missed or what they missed or i don't know i suppose i'm i'm still searching in a sense i believe in god and that he loves me but details okay for me i didn't so much lose my faith as I found its limitations um, and accepted them, really. To me, religion is a stopgap measure. 
there's so much we don't understand about the world, about the universe, how we came to be. And there's so much of it that we simply realize we cannot understand. And I think a lot of people cannot handle that. So we, we put something there. We, we put a concept and we decide to believe in this concept, not because we know for sure that it's right, but because we have to believe in something. And for me, I think I just simply became comfortable in accepting that we don't know. And I don't need to put something there to be comfortable. I'm fine with accepting that the universe is far more complicated than I can understand. And I don't need to put any concept of anything beyond uncertainty. I can go on without it. Okay, so my fifth journey is not really an I was lost, now I'm found journey. It's more of a realization that maybe there's no such thing as lost or even found. Um, lost and found suggest an ought to be, like this is where you need to be. More and more I'm realizing, for example, for Christians, for example, that there's a whole history and background to our religion that we are unaware of. So we've just accepted a lot of conclusions and evolution, if you may, without an awareness, um, and, and I'm not just speaking of knowledge, but awareness of the premises of that conclusion. So my journey is more of a journey of rediscovery, rediscovery which has had me reject um, the culture, the worldview, and the way of doing things of the people I share faith with. I identify as Christian, Catholic Christian actually, but I probably won't agree with the expression of faith of so many people with that same identity. Now maybe that's a crisis of faith in itself, maybe not, I don't know. Uh, that's actually funny because I don't know sort of typifies most of my expression of faith and I'm not sure that's a very Christian thing. I think the first step for me was accepting that I did not have all the answers. I would never have all the answers really until I die. I, <laughs> point of faith is that it's a journey and what I have done is question my faith is test my faith I've never been um, afraid to do that I think that for me it's made me stronger it's made me a better Christian it's made me a stronger Christian because I ask questions I don't agree with blindly following or accepting every single thing that you have read or you have listened to or you have seen um, because for me, faith is a very personal decision. Um, it was also, it got stronger just after I started disagreeing with a lot of stuff that I was being told and fitting my my faith in the context of organized religion. Like I'm in church and pastors talking about money and money and money and prosperity and, you know, harvest and tithes. And I'm sitting there looking like, I don't think this guy believes in the same things that I believe in. Um, or you know, going to a church and you just don't feel like you're you're welcome there. And you're like, well, I guess we all believe the same things, but how how does that work? And how is it that you can feel so out of place in a place where you where everyone's supposed to believe the same things as you do? So eventually, at the end of the day, I've come to realize that my faith is a personal decision. It's a very 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 personal thing to me, and I don't think that I've lost it. Um, do I have doubts? Yes. Have I questioned? Yes. But I think that that's what makes it stronger, is, is, is the questions. I wouldn't say I've had a crisis of faith per se. However, there's been a shift in my thinking. I, I think I've become a sort of skeptic about the practice of Christianity in Nigeria. Too much glitz puts me off, and I um, find myself in churches questioning 
um, you know, like why a sermon cannot end without a reference to money, success, and fame. Um, I, I deal with my skepticism, however, by, you know, just being vocal about it. And, and yet, I don't think I've become any less a believer um, and a follower of Christ. I, I tell my friends that I, I get to fade through doubt. When I was going through my own periods of doubts, I think something that helped a lot was that I was away from home. So I wasn't being forced to go to church. I had time and space to sift through things by myself. And basically being outside my own cocoon, I was confronted with people who you know, believed things that were drastically different from mine. And it just made me question more deeply. But definitely being away from home helped me to come to things on my own terms. I've never really had doubts with my faith. But I have struggled with some doc doctrines that made compulsory. But putting these voice notes together made me realize how deeply personal faith and religion is and we have sort of applied a one-size-fits-all to it when people are different and we process things differently. I found a way to understand that you know, my faith is just it's for me alone and I don't feel any pressure anymore to align with some, you know, some doc doctrines or principles of my faith. I feel like I'm floating through existence. I so I grew up in a Christian home, like everyone. And yeah, I think my faith was sort of forced upon me in a way. And I think when I went off to uni, um, I met someone who's like an atheist and he started to ask me like the really hard questions. And I didn't really have any answers i couldn't like justify why i believed in what i believed so slowly i started to sort of lose my faith and i got to a point where i called myself agnostic and yeah that went on for quite a while i think about two years and then i the thing is life has never made sense to me as like because like there just seems to be something going on something not human going on for me my faith is a way in which i process it so even when i was agnostic i still at the back of my mind i still knew that there was something so i think coming back to faith has been a process of just gradually making sense of what is the non-human thing that ties all of this together for the most part um I grew up with a second-hand faith, uh, sort of like a hand-me-down belief system, one that was passed on to me, like my genetic code and my last name were. And for the longest time, you know, that was fine. Um, my crisis was mostly intellectual. Um, I came to America and I was exposed to a secularism that was very, very relentless and unrelenting, was actually very pervasive. 
I mean, you could see it in the way they caricatured the Christian faith in the media or that implicit scornful banishment of religious talk in the science and technological circles. And I started to wonder, how does my faith fit into this empirical narrative of the way the world actually operates? I started to contrast evolution with creation, the origin of languages with the Tower of Babel, you know, amongst others. Um, these questions actually ended up morphing into philosophical problems such as, you know, how do we reconcile God's omniscience with man's free will? What about the problem of evil, you know, the nature of hell, and so on and so forth? Um, I guess my solution really was reading about what Christian writers had to say. I read the works of William Lane Craig, and that really helped. Um, I actually subscribed to C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, which is to say that all that really matters here is if God exists and if he has revealed himself decisively in Jesus of Nazareth. If that part is true, then Christianity is true, and the rest is just working out the details. Um, and I began to read on the classical arguments for God's existence and you know the historical support for the persona of Jesus, and really that has made all the difference. While I never lost my faith, I still live with some skepticism and questions, but that's fine. Paul did say we all know in part. Any faith that doesn't welcome questions is an unhealthy fideism and one I would not recommend. Even Jesus had, you know, his moment of doubt on the cross when he said, My father, why art thou forsaken me? It is part of the human experience, in my opinion, to doubt and to question. Faith and doubt are not mutually exclusive. I feel like I'm forced to break the silence. Is that a crime? Is that a crime? I feel like we're all following shadows. I've always wondered about my faith, I think, from a really early age, uh, from the point where I would be reading the Good News Bible, and the Good News Bible that my parents gave me had something called the Deuteronomical Apocrypha, and it would be like, you can read everything else, but do not read that part. And I think the part of me that was curious was like, why the fuck can I not, you know, interact with, it's, you know, like, who decided that some parts of the Bible was canon and some parts of it was not. And eventually I figured out that it was human beings that did that, but the Bible is supposed to be inspired by the Holy Spirit and not by human beings. So that was the beginning of questioning for me. And I remember giving my life to Christ like at least 20 times over the course of, you know, growing up. And I think the turning point eventually for me was when I was in university and I joined the choir and I, quickly figured out that it was easy to take people into the presence of God and lead them in, in, in the spirit and they're lifting holy, holy hands without you feeling holy yourself. Like you just like come out of the bathroom, jerk off and then go lead everyone into some ascendant praise worship. Like it's amazing how shallow that all was. And it felt wrong. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Faith. I haven't been to church in three weeks. And the time that I did go, I spent all of the time looking for parking space and helping people park their cars. So I did go to the Vatican this year for Paschal Mass, so I guess I have at least one year's worth of indulgences. Indulgences, I should let you know that I'm Catholic, but there was a break sometime in secondary school when i joined the school fellowship 
I used to read a lot of faith-based books then, God's Generals, The Life of Billy Graham. And so, yeah, there was a fire. And actually, I was an evangelist, became the evangelical secretary for the fellowship, and I would pray and lay hands on people and faith, you know, moved mountains, people got healed, people gave their lives to Christ. But one thing I could never do was to speak in tongues until I was forced one day and I kept saying the same thing over and over again. I was so conscious of it and the person kept telling me, oh, keep talking, you know, it'll move you, it'll come out of you. I think that was the moment I knew that the evangelical life wasn't for me. For me, it was sometime early last year when my questions about faith, gender, sexuality, love, peace, spirituality, and so on were more burning than ever. And the whole experience was actually a frightful one for me. I mean, the experience of giving up the value system and moral system one was brought up in. Like nothing was clicking anymore, and it broke my heart that I found this unbeliever in me, this evil, dirty, heretic thing who went abroad and lost her faith. I did so much, I think I felt sick at some point, and there were times when I wouldn't talk to anyone because I couldn't believe this world because all I knew about it previously had, were no longer true or supremely sacred, should I say. Um, but there was simply no belief left in me, and it shook my foundation so much that even now, like. I know that it's possible for me to go back crawling to this God who I left. Even though I don't see that happening, I know it's possible. Initially, I was afraid because my family and most people in my life don't know this, and I was afraid they could read my thoughts. But now I've learned to live with it, and I personally feel like I'm living a freer, happier life than I was before. And dropping black and white values like ideas of sin has definitely made me a kinder person. And yeah, I'm a socialized being, so like I more or less still follow quite a number of Christian teachings and practices, even though now I am a lot more critical of the thoughts and ideas that guide my actions. Yeah. Faith has always been an interesting subject for me. I, I grew up not going to church. I went to a secondary school that, you know, allowed me to express my atheist tendencies. But you know how that changed when I was in the university, you know, I had the opportunity of joining a fellowship that really provided, you know, for me an expansive uh, knowledge on faith. Uh, and I also had the opportunity to really live out that faith. Uh, but, you know, soon after I went for my internship, you know, in an ad agency, how that changed, you know, I, I wanted to do a lot of stuff. I wanted to drink, I wanted to have sex, you know, which, you know, were contradictory to, to the faith I had expressed. And um, after a long while of, you know, having these guilt pangs every now and then, I just decided that what the hell, you know, I could as well just live this life instead of being hot and cold. And, you know, ever since then, it's really been one of the hardest things to come back to, to, to come back to the body of faith and then understand how I can live every day of my life, you know, you know through that lens. I feel like I'm waiting for tomorrow while today waste away it's not that I don't know it's not that I can't see it's not like I have noticed it's driving me insane it's not that It's just the way
I'd say I've grown to be a person of faith. Um, I didn't particularly grow up religious. And I mean, well, how non-religious can you be in Nigeria? So we did the rituals, celebrated Salah and everything, but there was never any real conversation about God and faith and all of that. Um, so by the time I got to university, I was definitely not practicing anything, not identifying with anything. Um, I would say I was agnostic, but I never quite set, you know, ever claimed to be atheist. I always knew that I wanted something more. I always was in touch with the spiritual side, so to speak. So um, later in the years, my mom actually became Christian um, about seven years ago. And so she'd invite me to church once in a while, but it was never in a pushy or, you know, forceful manner. And I'd go and I'd come back. And it took me, like, you know, a little over, like, three years to decide that, okay, I'm going to try this out. And, I mean, it's been great. Like, finding faith as an adult is definitely... Um, different. There's way less baggage. I mean, I have a friend who tells me that I'm really lucky to have become Christian as an adult because I don't have all the doctrine and dogma. Like, I just don't have any of that. Um, in a way, I guess I kind of agree. One thing I found is that this faith journey is really about ebbs and flows. So sometimes it's high and sometimes it's low. I was born in church, literally. I went through the motions as a pastor's child, living a religion that wasn't quite my own. When my mom died, I was 12. It was tough. When my dad died, I was 19. That was a different story. I came home from the hospital that night and I was suddenly aware of the ceiling above my head that blocked my prayers. Why? Why do we pray when God already knows what he's going to do? He knows the end from the beginning. That's what they tell us, right? So what do our prayers hope to achieve? What is the function truly of faith? Because this is the all-powerful. What do I want to achieve by whispering to him? So for the longest time after that, I became despondent, without hope, without faith, without passion or flair for life. I just lived like there were no consequences, like nothing I did mattered. But even through the hardness of my heart, God's love showed itself through circumstances and things that could have only been Him. And slowly my resistance was melted and I began to come again to the knowledge of His love. And I decided that if I believe in God at all, then whatever my definition of God is, by default, must be greater than any circumstance or any condition I could put on the other end of a situation that would make me question him at all. And that's how I live now, knowing that he's everything. Faith for me is the basis of my existence. It's, um, it's not about me and my feelings. At any point in time it's the fact that God is God regardless of how I feel about it I am a religious person I like to think that I take my faith very seriously I have had moments of crisis but I have never let it get in the 
way of my faith because what is faith unless it's tested abby well that's the way i look at it faith cannot faith needs to be tested to defend that it actually is faith so in spite of all the crashed dreams broken dreams and unmet expectations i know that faith works a lot so for a while i i've been struggling with um, my beliefs and sort of questioning the the things that i once held to be 100% accurate and now it just you know like i don't know it's just one thing one thing you start questioning one thing and then it's another thing and then it's another thing and before you know it it's like you know the whole stack of cards has has come down and but now i i realize that i think my 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 journey i'm on the part of my journey where i am giving myself permission to doubt you know because that was one of the things that i struggled with most the guilt you know of of even questioning but now i realize that you know it's okay to question it's okay to doubt it's okay to probe and to seek and the more that i allow myself to do that the more i realize that you know the problem really isn't with what i believe it's in the how it's in the expression of those beliefs and yeah i am slowly working my way through that and you know that it's okay if i if i don't ever get to that point where i completely 100% believe everything you know it's fine maybe the seeking is part of the journey are you there